Radical. Welcome to this week's episode of the Print on Demand cast. Each week, join the gnarly Travis and Josiah as they provide insight into the print on demand industry and equip you with the totally tubular tools, advice, and strategies you need to achieve success and hopefully have a few laughs along the way. Now, on to this week's totally tubular show. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Print On Demand cast, the gold standard for print on demand content. And that's a <laughs> that that is a completely unsubstantiated um, unsubstantiated. My goodness, what a terrible way to start <laughs> this entire thing. Listen, we're just glad you're here. We're glad you press play, subscribe, whatever you did. Uh, thank you. Uh, we're happy that you are listening. <laughs> I'd like to introduce also my co-host, Travis Ross, not from Make Your Mark Design, but from his house, from the comfort of his home uh, right. there. So, dude, I don't, to be completely transparent, not too sure how to waffle uh, on the on this episode because we don't really know <laughs> when this one's going to air. Uh, yeah. h- how about that game with the football and the scores? Wow. And the Kelsey. That was... An incredible game. A, a Kelsey won a ring. I mean, I called it. Yeah, I knew. Yep, no I was. What. I was one hundred percent sure that Kelsey was going to win. Yeah, and we were both yep. right. So, mm-hmm. so it's a yeah. safe bet. Uh, so yeah. So <laughs> in complete transparency to you, the listener, uh, we are we are we are doing some um, batch recordings, as it were, because Travis is getting ready to go right. out of town for the twenty fifth. Uh, anniversary of his marriage to his awesome wife Jeanette That's and right. so y- you will know when the batch recording is over because Travis will have plenty to say about his time in Hawaii so listen for that <laughs> in the waffle because I'm like how is Hawaii and that's when you know okay they're it's new episodes. they're back on schedule they're, they're back on schedule <laughs> they, they recorded this two days before so now we're just getting some content in the can um, and uh, the main event this week I'm, I'm really excited about because um, it's it's someone that we met and we touched on this in the interview as well. So I don't want to belabor the point too much, but mm-hmm. we met uh, uh, Jessica in Long Beach uh, at the aforementioned social networking gathering uh, right. that the staff was anticipating 40 and like 300 <laughs> showed up. And she happened to be someone that we just kind of made contact with and said, like, hey, we know you or I know you. So uh, really cool to have her on the show. And we just recorded an interview and so, Travis, going into it, what I mean, we always like to try and give uh, the listener something to kind of keep an ear out for, for yeah. lack of a better term. So, what I mean, what do you think that would be uh, you're heading into this interview before we kind of just throw it straight to the main event? What I really, really like about Jessica's story is the fact that she is um, she's going for it, man. And and nothing's going to get in her way. Yeah. And the cool thing about what she's doing uh, you know, the other cool thing, I guess, is that she's doing it with print on demand, you yeah. know? And um, so a lot of these people that we meet, particularly at, like an ISS or whatever, um, they're doing screen printing, they're doing all these other things. And as you'll hear in the interview, uh, Jessica was all about finding her, you know, her print on demand fam uh, while right. she was there. And that's why we actually kind of ran into her. And um, it's just really cool. But her, her story and like what she's doing with her business is really inspirational. And so I'm, I'm excited to just allow our listeners to kind of 
enter into um, kind of a really cool inspirational story and, and what, what, you know, she, she got knocked down, but she got yeah. right back up again. And now she's, you know, um, really doing a great job. She's and and then the, the parallels between maker Mark design and the color pop studio, you know, she uses deco, yeah. she's doing yep. DTG, she's doing sublimation, you know, and, and she's bringing on people, um, you know, with their own brands and teaching them how yeah. to, so there's like, all of these really cool, uh, you know, similarities between Maker Mark Design, the yeah. print-on-demand cast, yeah. uh, and her um, her business. And so, yeah, great, great interview, great person, and I really think you guys are going to love this one. Yeah, it's it's really really great to hear, like Travis said, the kind of rebuilding of of her dream, of her passion, and from mm -hmm. from a, a loss in her life that uh eventually fueled her to be this i mean she's pretty tenacious i mean she just goes for oh, it yeah. like you said like it's just full send and it's super admirable because i think uh you know at least for me i i i'm not always the most prone to be that way it's kind of like i have to talk myself into to that mode sometimes um, but she just is is full send, full steam ahead. So with that, uh, we're going to take you guys to this week's main event, our interview with Jessica Yannette Sanchez. Ladies and gentlemen, the main event. All right, Travis, for this week's main event, we have a guest that we actually met in Long Beach a handful of weekends ago and super excited to have her on the show. We were at a, a social event, a mixer, and mm -hmm. uh, she's like, hey, I just followed you guys on Instagram. And so we're like, hey, all right. We're so like, who, connect. who are yeah. who are you? Yeah, exactly. Who are we? <laughs> How did this happen? Matter? I don't know what happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> no, but we have uh, Jessica Yannette Sanchez on the show. Super excited to have her. For those of you uh, listening, here's a little bit about her. She is the owner of the ColourPop Print Studio in Grand Prairie, Texas, where she focuses on print-on-demand, B2B printing, and teaches on how to become a print broker through her free ebook. With over eight years of experience in the apparel printing industry, Jessica equips new print brokers and online print shop owners with the knowledge they need to run a business in the industry. Jessica is no stranger to jumping in and getting things done. Her motto is take the jump, and she lives to inspire women, entrepreneurs, especially Latinas, to overcome fear by and hesitation by approaching their journey one step at a time. So with that, we are super excited to welcome to the Print on Demand cast, Jessica Yannette Sanchez. Jessica, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule uh, to come on the show. How are you? How are th how have things been since, since Long Beach? It, they've been great. And you know what? I'm just going to say something about your intro about me because, you, <laughs> um, yes, I did approach you guys. But you know what? My number one goal at uh, the show was I needed to meet other content creators in this mm, industry. Yeah. And yeah. I was on the lookout. Um, and before I even approached you guys, I saw y'all walking the floor, um, saw uh. your dad jokes shirt. <laughs> yeah. And so then, yeah. uh, so then I don't even know how, I mean, I think the magic of social media, it ended up popping up on my social media when I was like, you know, sure. I was, you know following you guys. So I was like, oh, wait, I put two and two together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. Um, I'm just super talkative anyway. So I was just like, hey, <laughs> guys. Yeah. POD, print on demand. Where's my crew at? Who yes. That's right. Yes. I, yeah, I remember you're like, we need, I need to find all of my print on demand people. Because <laughs> for those of you listening that might not know, 
I would say a good majority of the people attending that show had a had a focus in screen printing. And so right. digital printing and print on demand is still that kind of thing where people are like, you do you do that and it and how does that work for you? Like they're very inquisitive <laughs> because they don't really, you know, understand. So it was it was good to to connect with someone that uh, you know, is, is also in the industry and another content creator. I have to say, I do really enjoy your content on your Instagram. Thank you. Um, you're, it's a great follow. So yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Sure. So, so Jessica, um, first of all, was, uh, like Josiah said, it was great meeting you, you know, and, uh, love your story, at least what I know about it, but our listeners don't know anything about you. So why don't we start with that? Why don't we start with you telling us your print story, your print on demand story, and like how you got into this whole industry. Yeah, absolutely. My my story is um, a, a little long one, right? But um, I've been in the printing industry for eight years now. I started with a screen printing company. Um, mm -hmm. Unfortunately, don't have don't have that anymore due to a divorce. But um, then I decided that I was going to open a print studio catered to uh, women entrepreneurs, women businesses um, in my own community, my own community. It's called the ColourPop Print Studio. Mm -hmm. um, well, during the pandemic, um, things got a little kind of crazy. I wasn't seeing a lot of customers coming in. Um, I wasn't getting a lot of print jobs done. But what I did start to see was the rise of like what I call the mamapreneur or the cricket mm -hmm. mom, right? So right, they started yeah, yeah. to, you know, start making vinyl shirts and they were selling on Facebook and you, you see them all over the Facebook groups. I mean, you just take one mm -hmm. or two scrolls on Facebook and somebody's selling a shirt from their cricket. Sure. <laughs> and so it would just made me feel like, what are you doing? Like, you know, I'm like freaking <laughs> out. Like, why is everything in vinyl? And, um, and it was during that time that I decided that I was going to offer these moms a, a an opportunity to do direct to garment for their own customers. Mm -hmm. um, so instead of them having to go out and spend money on machines I had already spent money on, um, they could just, you know, run their orders through me and we would do, you know, we could do one if they wanted to or a thousand, whatever, right? So um, our whole motto at the Color Pop Print Studio is that it doesn't matter the size of your quantity of shirts. We do wholesale pricing for everything and I even have broker pricing as well. Um, so I get a lot of people that are ready to grow their vinyl business and expand their business and be able to provide, um, you know, better quality shirts, I say, uh, better quality prints, right. you know, sure. DTG and DTF. Uh, DTF kind of rolled in this year in 2022 mm -hmm. for me, but yeah. um, that's really kind of my focus and who I work with. And I, you know, I, what I'm doing now is I'm teaching them to become a print broker so that they don't have to be worried about spending so much money on equipment, but instead, mm -hmm. you know, kind of rerouting them back to our studio so we could do it for them. Got it. That's awesome. So, so you said, you mentioned DTG. Um, you want to share like what kind of equipment uh, you're running at, at your studio right now or your yeah your absolutely yeah, we we have the epson f2100 um we've been running those for two two and a half almost three years now mm -hmm. um i was pretty excited when i got it because i come from screen printing so um, <laughs> <laughs> you know from running automatics and you know having to burn all these different screens for different colors then mm -hmm. seeing a I, I saw my first f2100 at a print show and um i fell in love and i was like yeah this is it and so what, what I saw them do was print on denim. And initially when I first no. got it, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to print on the back of like denim jackets. Like this is going to be amazing, <laughs> right? Yeah, but yeah, then of yeah. course things happen and it just kind of 
ends up working itself out, but I fell in love with, you know, with that printer and yeah, yeah that's what we're running. That's a, for some, when you say printing on denim, because we, I had, we had two 2100s for a while mm -hmm. uh, and that's what we ran and we wanted to print on denim too. And, uh, it was all, all I can hear in my mind is that beep of the platen height error. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it's like a little PTSD yeah. moment of like, all right, we gotta lower it some more. We gotta figure out something because it's gonna look like crap if we go to six or six and a half or whatever. Yeah, so, yeah you, totally. you know what's crazy? Like even the lower ones, even though it had like a the kind of little fuzz around it or whatever from mm -hmm. the white mm -hmm. underbase, um, it still it looks like somebody hand painted it. So that's what it I really like, love yeah. about it. It looks like it. something you get. On the boardwalk, you know those those spray exactly. paint T-shirts. Yeah, that yeah. Make, you know, so yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, I can I can totally see that. So That's I, I cool. Fell, I fell in love because they printed on denim, and then I was like, yeah. no. I, I fell in love with them because they printed on shoe. Not that one, but I saw shoes being printed on like oh, yeah. the blank Chuck Taylor yeah. type yeah. shoes. That's super cool. And I was like, uh, that is amazing. Never I, got I around never to doing that. Flatten, but man, Travis, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Travis will do it. I just I sign him up. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So now you can actually do the DTF stuff, which is kind of cool, and you don't have to worry about you know the um, you don't have to worry about platens and all that stuff because you're you know I mean you have to obviously use a platen, but you can get it really high up because it's a flat piece uh, that you're printing on, and then you can take that. DTF transfer and do denim and it's going to be crystal clear and uh, you can also do polyester and you know mm. all of these other things that you can't those, necessarily do with those um, blended hoodies DTG that, yeah yes, the blended hoodies like yeah. most most hoodies in it and I don't know if many people know this right it has a higher poly count than mm -hmm. like a normal yeah. sweatshirt or you know things like that mm. so it's that that fleece doing DTG on it just doesn't look that great. So DTF really kind of takes it to a different level yeah. and vibrancy on yeah. it. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll tell, I'll tell you one thing. I don't know if you use SNS for a, um, or one of your vendors to get your, uh, you know, your garments and such, but the independent, their midweight hoodie prints amazing with DTG. I'll just tell you, it's absolute. It's my favorite hoodie to print on, um, with DTG. Obviously, DTF's a whole nother thing, but yeah. if you're looking for a hoodie that's not gonna give you that kind of washed out look that a lot of those 5050s do or a high mm -hmm. poly count hoodie does, try that independent midweight um from SNS and you can thank me later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um and you know what's crazy is the distributor is like 30 minutes from my uh shop. So oh I, wow, I can oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's super cool. Yeah, that's awesome. So, so tell me yeah, go ahead, Travis. I was just go gonna ahead, say, like I think we're going to ask the same question. Yeah, we were. You're, you're, you are doing, um, you know, the ColourPop print studio and your specialty is kind of finding, you know, mom, mompreneurs, mom you know? Yeah. yeah. And, and these crafters, these makers that are doing things out of their house and you're helping them become a print broker. So would you explain to our audience and frankly to Josiah and I, what <laughs> do you mean when you say, um, you, you are a print broker and you're teaching others to be a print broker. In other words, teach us how to be print brokers. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, <laughs> uh, 
So just like in the screen printing world, you know, you get your, you can get your contract pricing and you can outsource your printing to another mm-hmm. screen printer. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we, we've been doing that in the industry forever, right? Since sure. we can't handle a job, we're going to send it to our screen printer buddy down the street. That's yeah. going to give us a better pricing. We're going to do a markup. It's in essence, the very same thing. Um, and so yeah. I've developed a print broker cycle where um, pretty much I'm teaching them sales. So really becoming a broker is more about learning sales um, in this industry Mm -hmm. and learning how to go after the PTAs, going after those little league teams, even after those onesies and twosies on Facebook that people are like, can you print this off of Etsy? Because Etsy's taking too long. You know, things like (laughs) that. Um, And and people are constantly looking for birthday shirts, baby shower shirts, um, going to Disney, whatever, right? Like all these different family things Um, and so in essence i'm teaching them how to to know what the print processes are Mm -hmm. i'm teaching them about artwork making sure that the artwork is exactly how i need it Um, and then because i do use deco network they have a back-end login they Mm -hmm. upload their designs they send it over to us we print it we can ship it directly to their customer or they can come pick up from the studio and do their own you know hand-to-hand delivery but really cool. all in essence, all I'm teaching them to do is become a salesperson in this industry. And then instead of them having to go out and buy all the equipment, just send it over to us. I even teach them about markups, what like their, their retail costs should be if they're going to be selling retail, if they're selling to like a PTA or something, how they could still sell wholesale pricing, you know, sure. still make money being that, that middle person salesperson. So in essence, I'm just training an army of salespeople. <laughs> That's nice. awesome. So, so what does that look like as far as an onboarding? Because I have spent countless hours with Deco Network, uh, and I have a very much a love hate relationship, as I'm sure you can appreciate, mm-hmm. with Deco Network. And every time I see them at a trade show, much like yourself, yeah, I let them know. <laughs> I let them know. I let them know more about the hate side. To be fair, I should tell them more about the love side. Yeah, uh, I love you guys, but I'm here to tell you what is <laughs> yeah, annoying. Yeah, right exactly. Now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but what is that? So you're teaching them, you're training them. What does that look like for, let's say, Travis and I are clients, and we're saying, "Hey, we want to, you know, produce this shirt, and we want, or we have a client that wants us to produce it for them." What's the onboarding process look like? Is it a lot of? Is it video heavy? You're doing one-on-one calls with people. Like, what does that look like when you onboard a new client? Yeah, absolutely. So when I first started, I was doing a lot of one-on-ones just because I wanted to make sure that they fully understand because they're they're going, they're coming from a like the cricket design space that they use to yeah. then me telling them, no, I need some high quality. If we're gonna do DTG PNGs, I need <laughs> or things need to be vectored or you're gonna get fuzzy stuff, right? Yeah. Or yeah. or you know what, just go buy it on Etsy and send it and send it in because that might be easier sometimes. <laughs> um and so and so really, the on, I used to do very heavily one-on-one. Um, I would spend an hour, hour and a half with each one of them just to make sure that they had everything uh, correct. But now I actually developed an ebook. I have an ebook out that teaches them from the very beginning of starting a print broker business. So from getting your LLC or DBA, make sure you have an EIN. Mm-hmm. You need to have a resellers in the state that you're in, or if not, you know, you're going to charge you taxes. Um, But I I need to make sure that you're an actual reseller. You're not just a brand trying to get my broker pricing. Um, And so, and then from there, teaching them how to become a salesperson. But now that ebook kind of guides them. It's about, I have it to do like seven days. So I do do an email sequence along with it. 
So once you download the ebook, it takes you through like a seven day sequence. And sure. then at the end, it has you signed up as a print broker um, through our website. Then there's more videos in there once you're in for you to actually know how to order from the system, from Deco. Gotcha. Yeah. Now, now I remember when I was looking at, um, at your website, you have multiple locations listed. Mm -hmm. um, are, are those your locations or are they places that you are brokering some of the products that you're selling some of your customers? So I, I uh, believe in putting things out there for existence, right? They're going to happen. <laughs> so yeah. I have, I have a physical location <laughs> in Grand Prairie. Um, mm -hmm. And then uh, I live in Mansfield. So if you need to pick up gotcha. in Mansfield, we can, okay. you know, I can pick, you can pick up there. And then I go to church in Cedar Hill. <laughs> so, okay. if, nice. so if you need to pick up from Cedar Hill, then we wow. can schedule that also. So I do that just so that, um, I don't know if you guys have you guys have heard the Subway story, right? Like of how they became a franchise. No. Okay, let me no. tell you like, real quick. Like, a yeah, yeah. Okay, so the guy that the guy that uh, developed uh, Subway, so he was a college student and he owned a sandwich shop, and he needed to make money for college, and so people weren't coming to his business, and mm. he didn't know why. So he met somebody that said, you know why they're not coming? Because there's no demand for it. And he's like, well, what do you mean no demand? Of course there's not. Nobody's standing in line to come here. He goes, if you create another one on the other side of town, people are going to think that you're now in demand. So they're going to say, oh, wow, he's got two locations. These sandwiches must be amazing. And so <laughs> because of that, he was then able to grow his Subway stores and then became like one of the number one franchises out there. So just putting it out there. You got to create gotcha. that demand. And if you say you're in multiple locations physically, like, you know, people like to see print shops, right? They think of local print shops. Oh, wow. Yeah. Three locations. Not really, but nice. yes. can I meet you? No, in those locations? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I, I love great. it. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. So um, you, you're located in the Dallas area. Is that, is that correct? In that in the Kemeka exactly. suburb. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in, I'm, I'm in like the, in between Dallas and Fort Worth, um, like right in the middle. Sure. Okay. okay. Awesome. So, so tell us a little bit about, again, as we were going through social media and, and saw something called the art battle and the impression that I got is it's something that, um, you're doing for the first time since maybe COVID, maybe the pandemic, and it's a live print experience. So tell us a little bit about what exactly that is, how, what goes into that? Is it something that you're putting on by yourself? Are you partnering with people? Um, but what, what exactly is an art battle? It sounds cool. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah, actually. Sure. So in 2019, when I first started, I was doing on-site printing. That's really how I started. Um, I was doing on-site screen printing and on-site sublimation. And I was going to events and um, companies were hiring me out to either do like teamwork, team building events, or I even had like a liquor company um, hire me out and we were giving out free t-shirts, you know, things like that, mm -hmm. but we were printing on site. And so because of COVID, of course, we had to stop all of that. So there was like an abrupt stop. And so I haven't done anything since 2020. Um, mm -hmm. And I decided after, after coming back actually from the show that I was going to try to separate the print studio and then go back into like experiential printing. So mm -hmm. I'm going to kind of separate the business a little bit. And I started a whole new Instagram page called ColourPop Experience, 
but so I'm going to do on-site printing at Art Battle. So um, okay. Art Battle is actually an event that is being held, uh, that, that is held here in Dallas, and it's a national thing. Uh, my best friend wow. is actually the, the owner of Art Battle. And what they do is they bring in painters and they basically have 20 minutes to paint on a canvas. They compete in three different rounds. And then the winner goes on to like compete in regionals and nationals and even like wow. both um, so my, wow. my friend runs the Dallas chapter of Art Battle. And then now we're going to bring start bringing in that experience of being able to live print as well. That is awesome. Wow. That's super cool. So what are you going to actually live print? Um, are you going to like bring an F2100? And no, no. I'm gonna, like how are you going to do that? I'm going to do DTF. DTF. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but but uh, the experience is going to be that I'm going to let them press it themselves okay. and sure. kind of sure. show them the process. Yeah. And really, I, start, I started selling DTF sheets on my website recently. So it's going to mm -hmm. be kind of one of those promotion things, especially for artists okay. like uh, painters and graphic artists and things like that. Like I want them to be able to even learn how to design their own merch if they want to. And if they just want to buy mm -hmm. DTF sheets from me and press at home. I want to show them how easy it can be, how, you know, they can start their own line and if they want to do that, or they can just, you know, send us the work and we can do it too. Right. That's yeah. cool. That's awesome. I think, I think it'd be cool too, to talk to some of those artists and tell them they need a cloth, a t-shirt line with some of their original artwork on exactly. shirts yep. and yep. how, how DTG can, can definitely, I mean, I, I went to countless numbers of, uh, you know, the arts and crafts ish shows, you know, here in here in Longmont and in the surrounding Denver area, tons of local artists with hand drawn cards and hand drawn stuff. It's like, hey, you ever thought about putting, out, putting that on a pillow or a tea towel or a t shirt? Yeah. Or, <laughs> and it's a completely like whole new revenue stream that they don't really have never considered because, right. A lot of people still think screen printing. So, yeah, like, no, dude, yeah. I can just take exactly what you have there and I'll put yeah. it on a shirt or you know a pillow or what have you can so. make it just one if you want yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right you, you don't want have to buy if you want a one of, of one thing yeah exactly you can yeah. have your own even if it's just for you wear your yeah. stuff you know <laughs> so, or, absolutely or make sure that they get a store on our deco stores right oh yeah 100 100 yeah so, so many options so many different yeah. revenue streams that are possible we did a lot of that with um we did like and we, uh, listeners will know this but we did a lot of markets in, in the summer mm -hmm. and um, one of the things that we did was we brought uh like trucker hats and then we had pre yep like laser cut out um leatherette patches that oh, we yeah. brought a heat press like a yeah. you know a hat press and then you could pick your hat and you could pick your leatherette patch or whatever and and then you could actually put it on a um, you could actually put it on uh, the one of the hats and then they'd walk away with a custom hat. Oh, they love so it. it. Really they cool. love to see that. I know it's just that that's why I was like, DTF is going to be so easy. I just got to print a whole bunch of stuff and bring it in. And there's no mess. Um, I, I used to do live screen printing and it was always so messy. And I, I used to do it to where I would allow them to print it so that if it was messed up, I'm like, oh, you messed it up. That's you. Yes, you're here. <laughs> you printed that. You um, print it, you buy it. Yeah, That's you right. print it yours. Uh, but I, I love, yes, I love that. I'm, and I, I need to get with you guys on those leather patches too because I think that'd be something amazing to kind of introduce to in these live experiences. I'll tell you what, they are, sure. they're a hit. Yeah, they it's, really it's a really mm. cool, really cool experience to see people get so excited at the ability to 
put an adhesive leather patch on a hat. Yeah. <laughs> they, they were just, they were, they were all in. They were all, it was, they were it all about it. Incredible. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So one of the things we want to talk to you about, and this is kind of another connection we made uh, by talking to you that night in Long Beach, you informed us of the board of decorators and mm -hmm. it's something that we've talked about on the show it's uh, on the recap we did of iss and our experience there uh, definitely one of the coolest things that we discovered there and you are one of the 10 that's on the board of decorators this year so tell us about first of all what is the board of decorators and second of all how that experience has been up until this point i know we're pretty new into the year um for 2023 but kind of let tell us you know fill us in on on what that's been like so far for you to have that opportunity yeah absolutely so uh board of decorators is a gildan um program i guess you can call it and they in essence are bringing they're bringing in decorators from across the country and they want our insight they want to know what's working for us what's not working for us but they also want us to experience gildan and the way that they produce their garments um so we're talking gildan american apparel and comfort colors all kind of fall under that family and so they want to show us and you know, they want us to be advocates for their brands, but then also um, allow us to show our expertise and they're allowing us to do blog posts. They're um, resharing our stuff on, on their web pages and we are the experts for the year uh, with Gildan. So it's really exciting. I interviewed, um, I think it was at the, maybe like the second quarter of last year and by the third quarter, they had picked their 10 and yeah. um, flew us out to Honduras. <laughs> I mean, how we, was we, that? That's yeah, awesome. I mean, yeah, we, we went to North Carolina first where we saw, you know, the, the cotton. I didn't know this. I didn't know that 90% of the cotton from that Gildan uses in the shirts is USA cotton. So that was amazing to wow. kind of see. And, you know, we saw it go from like cotton to the actual thread into fabric dyeing the fabrics, cutting the fabrics. Wow. And then in Honduras, everything gets sewn. Everything gets sewn together there and then it gets shipped back. But it was just kind of one of those experiences that you don't get to see behind the scenes of what how a shirt is really made, right? Yeah, and so yeah. when you see that, you get a higher appreciation of your garments because, I mean, there's actual people sewing your shirts. <laughs> you know, it is, there isn't yeah, something right. seen doing it. It's people. So you get a higher appreciation and, and a good understanding of you know, what Gildan is doing, but also how great they are on sustainability. I mean, that was one of the big things we learned about them too, is just to say sustainability, um, just them trying to be green, the yeah. way that they just really make sure that they take care of the earth. So it was, yeah. it was an awesome experience. And then of course they flew us out to ISS and um, that right. was fun. We, uh, you know, we got to do a podcast there. We got to, mm -hmm. Um, kind of be the representatives. And that was where, you know, I even told you guys about it, come meet them. Like, cause next year they're going to do the same thing. I think, you know, second or beginning of the last quarter of the year, they're going to start looking for other decorators to bring in. Yeah. And yeah. it just, you know, we just end up being one big happy family and just get to share and experience. And if it wouldn't have been for them, I don't even think I would have been in Long Beach this year. So it was, sure. it was good and it's been good. Yeah. That's, that's really cool. That's I, I, um, Stephen Farrig, um, I heard he, uh, is on the board of decorators also. And I heard him talk about his experience with 
going to North Carolina and then going to uh, Honduras. And, um, and he also mentioned the same thing um, with like uh, their sustainability mm-hmm. um, initiatives and like how they're recycling, like all of the water that they use yeah. in all of the manufacturing process and they're reusing it and just a lot of those cool things. So um, that sounds like an incredible, incredible opportunity, incredible experience. And um and you're saying you just applied and it happened. I just I mean, applied. I interviewed <laughs> and there it was. <laughs> done. So, yeah. Man. I don't, yeah. I don't, I honestly, I don't even, I think I saw it on, might've seen it on a newsletter somewhere. I mean, you know, some e-newsletter that came to, in my inbox. I'm like, oh, what is this? Let me apply. Sure. <laughs> you know, <laughs> let, me see, let me see what's happening here. Yeah. And yeah, it was, it was fun and exciting and, um, we're going to be on until the end of the third quarter. Uh, so we have mm-hmm. one more trip scheduled for us. We're going to Barbados. So nice. in Barbados in May and we'll get to create cool. more content out there and, you know, just learn a little bit more. Their corporate offices are there. So. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. The, the other thing that he, he was mentioning that, um, when I was listening to him kind of share all of this, he was, um, what really like impacted Steven was the fact that Gildan was actually like listening to you guys. And like taking your suggestions even and like, you know what, I've always seen that I've always felt that this, you know, was kind of weird when we're trying, you know, the, the, the pocket tees, when we're trying to do a pocket, mm-hmm. maybe they're, they're in different areas or whatever. And, and they kind of came together and, and um, actually were like, oh, I think that's because of this and this and this, oh, we probably should look into that and maybe look at changing that. And to me, you're talking about, you know, a, you know, hundred plus million dollar company, if not, you know, close to a billion dollar company. I don't know what you probably know better than I do. And they're actually listening to, you know, us, you know, who, yeah. are, who are buying a couple thousand dollars at a time, you know, yeah. worth of garments or something like that. It's, it's, uh, it's hard to believe, but, um, was that your experience as well? Were they, did you feel like you were really listened to? Oh yes, absolutely. So we, we have board meetings once a quarter and we, we bring it, we bring things that, you know, to their attention, things that we're seeing. I mean, we know, oh God, they just have an issue with holes. I mean, we all know this, right? <laughs> well, then, like, <laughs> oh, I don't know why, but you know, we, yep. we all joke. It's now a joke. It's usually and, right, right, right here. There. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, now it's a running joke and they're like, we get it guys. We're like, no, no, no. Somebody in quality control is not doing their yeah, job. Right, right, that yeah. Person. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Inspector, inspector number nine. Yeah, needs, who's in charge of the pits yeah. is what we need to know. That guy <laughs> needs a, a stern talking to. <laughs> yeah. And, and the other cool thing is, too, is that we get to see um, the new designs, the new styles that are coming out for the upcoming oh, cool. year. So while we were at the print show, we got to see items that were that were for 2024. So um, wow. we get to see samples, we get to touch it, feel it. We get to say, okay, no, we don't like this. Um, maybe that's a little too boxy or, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, they're kind of trying to go into the um, comfort colors. I think it's trying to go a little bit more on women's style, women cut okay. shirts. So, you know, we got to touch, feel, see colors, see brand new colors. Like what, what do we think is going to sell in our, in our shops, you know, yeah. because in yeah. essence, we're the ones selling it for them. So, we need totally. to make sure that this is going to sell for us as well. So yeah, it's been fun and exciting. And yeah, they absolutely listen. And 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 we did meet some of the other board of decorators from previous years. And that is exactly mm-hmm. what they said, too. They're like, they've implemented this because we talked to them about it before. That's cool. Wow. Mm-hmm. that That's awesome. I think, I mean, that's it is one thing I think 
that kind of brings some um some substance to the opportunity rather than like hey we're going to fly around and impress you so that maybe you'll shop or buy gildan for the rest of your life right, right? Yeah. it would be really easy for them just to do that and just to have it be a really uh, service level experiential thing but to know yeah. that you're actually your voice is given actual weight i think is just another reason that makes that ex this experience that that you're getting to have uh, that much more meaningful because you're planting seeds that two, three, four, or five years down the road, you'll actually maybe see the fruit of the conversations yeah. that you had at ISS or, you know, in, in Barbados or, or wherever that is. And, and you start to see the the difference that, that you helped initiate that has to be rewarding above and beyond cool trips like going to Barbados. You know? well, yeah, we're <laughs> so, not getting paid for it, you know? Yeah, so, exactly. <laughs> we, we, we gotta see, we, we gotta see the, you know, the fruits yeah. of, our, of our conversations. <laughs> yeah, right. So one of the other things that you mentioned uh, in, in conversation yeah. is the the BOD for Good, a program for for nonprofits, which is something else that, that Gildan is wanting to to really put some some weight behind. So what is what is the BOD for good program and what does that look like? So for us that are on the board of decorators this year, Gildan has um, made an initiative and a promise that they are going to donate a thousand shirts, a thousand blank shirts to each of the board of decorators so that we can get involved in our communities, get involved with nonprofit organizations, people who are making a difference in our own communities. And with those, then, of course, we would then um, donate the prints, but they want us to come together in a partnership where, hmm. you know, it's, it's a, we're doing good for our own local shops and our own yeah. communities. And they're donating a thousand shirts. For me, what it looks like is I'm actually separating mine up amongst different nonprofits that uh, mm -hmm. I work with or that I already work with. So it's exciting for them, for them to be like, Hey, I'm going to donate a hundred, 150 shirts to your nonprofit. And I'm getting like these big eyes, like, what, mm -hmm. what do you mean? Wow. And then and then I'm I'm also using it a little bit as a marketing tactic for my own sure. business um, sure. where I'm giving um, the nonprofit a free print on demand store um, along with 100 free shirts. So, you know, I want them to be mm -hmm. able to continue this relationship with me um, even, you know, long gone after the 100 shirts. And so I want to teach them how they can make money with merchandising, you know, merchandise yeah. stuff and and get on these print on demand stores with us. So that's what I'm working with. Yeah. I, I would also think, um, uh, I would even recommend, you know, calling a couple of the new news agencies in your area and saying, Hey, check this really cool thing out that we're, we are getting to do with Gildan mm -hmm. and these, all these nonprofits and get some news coverage, that's you awesome. know, uh, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, why not? Right. Um, and, and so Gildan gets a nice little bump and your studio gets a nice little bump and these nonprofits PR, get a bump. Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, it's a really good feel good. It's a real good feel good story is all I'm saying. And, and yeah. why not put it out there? You know, cause we need, we need feel good stories. I mean, you know, you think about it, um, you know, recently we just, we just, uh, shot down the, uh, that that Chinese balloon you, you heard about that yeah it's it's uh it's really nice to see the Biden administration fighting inflation. <laughs> Time for the weekly dad joke. Right.
Why? True international average of pressure. There's so many of them. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> there it is. This week's weekly dad joke. And see, uh, here's the thing uh, about about my relationship with Travis now, Jessica, is uh, is that I, I can now tell. It's, 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 it's been a learning curve. Okay. <laughs> but I can tell now. Uh, he is being disingenuous in his approach to a joke. I know the setup. I can, I know the the look and the, the general <laughs> body language of knowing like there's a joke. It's before coming. it's brewing. It's brewing in there. <laughs> it's working. And what I, what I was going to say is, I think in an alternate you know universe, I think Travis and I, uh, you know, have have we have a PR, a PR firm? I think that's like our real calling in life is just to do a PR firm. <laughs> Oh, and uh so so yeah but no that that sounds like a really 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 awesome um program so uh that's it's really exciting uh yeah. so so when you're not you know at iss or honduras or planning trips to barbados <laughs> as a part of this very glamorous <laughs> board of deck everyone's like Give me the link to apply for this yeah, thing. I want this. Um, so yeah. Uh, but but so day to day in the ColourPop studio, what does uh, a day in the life look like for you? You know, do you have people working for you? Do you have VAs? What's that workflow look like on a day to day basis uh, uh, for you? So I do have uh, people working for me that print. Um, I do a lot of the email answering and, you know, kind of making sure, sure that um, everything is running smoothly through the back end of production. I've stopped printing already. Um, mm. I don't want to do it. I don't want to go into this year doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah. I, I just want to run a business on the back end, right? Um, yeah. So we, we just make sure that the flow is getting printed. We are on a three to four day turnaround time right now. So um, anything that's ordered and, you know, kind of goes through that back and flow, we're, you know, churning it out. So the good thing is that our distributors are here locally. So every morning we go and we pick up, um, we pick up, we bring it in, we get things ready, uh, depending on where it's at in the workflow, if we need to do anything with art. Um, we're printing all day. And then at the end of the day, then we're ordering for the next day. So that's like the cool thing about having um, having them such close by that we order the night before by the next morning, they're ready. We're picking up boxes, bringing them back to the studio. Um, now, of course, it's big, large orders. We're not doing that. We're getting that shipped in. Sure. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, but, but we do try to stay on a steady flow and we want to be super quick, especially because we're working with local businesses. Uh, we're lo working with local brokers. We don't want their customers to ever come back to them and be like, hey, I still haven't got my shirt. Hey, where is this? Hey, where is that? We don't want three, four week turnaround times. On yeah, right. yeah. 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 So, yeah, that's that's what we do day in and day out. And, you know, for me, it's just a lot of just making sure that everything's going through the funnel. If somebody downloaded my ebook, I make sure that, you know, they're all they're already automatically put in to the email sequence. Um, mm -hmm. I know where they're at in the email sequence. I know when I can start personally reaching out to them and, you know, setting up those times for trainings. And, yeah, it's just a that's lot of cool. admin work now. Yeah, yeah. that's that's, that's really awesome. nice. I mean for one, just having distributors that are super close. I know uh, we used to have TSC here in Denver. Mm -hmm. We also used to have Alpha Broder. Okay. Alpha Broder left and then TSC got acquired and they shut it down. And so mm -hmm. now we don't have- There's um, no local. Yeah, there's no local. And then I, I was just informed by our SNS um, rep that 
some of the one day one day transfer or one day uh, delivery mm -hmm. um, that we were able to get from a couple of our places have now turned into two day. Yeah. So it's great. Um, and I'm like, we're we're Denver, you know, I yeah. mean, we're not a little teeny tiny town. Get yeah. us some help here, you know, and it's, yeah. it's pretty much um, I mean, SNS, Sanmar and Alpha Broder. I'm at least a day out for everything. So um, you do have a uh, competitive advantage by having those, those local places, mm -hmm. um, you know, and we something messes. Green. Oh gosh. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, you, you mess up a shirt, it prints wrong or whatever. Yeah. You can go and get it right there. You don't have to wait another two days. Absolutely. Um, that's very, very uh, fortuitous. <laughs> and then, and then you, you get to Thank know you. the people that work in the, in the warehouse. So I'm like calling them. Hey, I messed up a shirt. I'm going right now. I'm going to be there in 30 minutes. Yeah, but it's a two hour. I know, but I need it right now. <laughs> so, yeah. you no, know, I show up and I'm waiting. <laughs> I just need my one shirt. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. Um, so, so Travis, what do you want to do here? Cause you gave away our dad joke, not uh, being prompted, I couldn't, but I couldn't help Jessica it. still has to give us a dad joke. I, I think, yeah. So Jessica, just, we, we need your dad joke now. It's like a okay, requirement I'm gonna, I'm for gonna all give of our a guests. Mom joke because I'm a mom. Okay. Right. That'll work. Okay. That. Yeah. Kind of the same thing. All right. So, <laughs> so there's this kid. And he's like, mom, dad keeps doing dad jokes and I'm so annoyed. And she's like, well, son, come over here. Look in the mirror. And he's like, why do I need to look in the mirror? And, she, and she's like, because you are the mom joke. Ooh. <laughs> it's more of a stab at the kid, but. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> if it's if it's like i mean it's, it's very mom. familiar it's very familiar with my mom i mean she was always <laughs> so i was the mom joke so yeah. i totally and his, get it. his kids are always telling his <laughs> wife that dad won't stop doing dad jokes so yeah it's very true yeah, it's, it's very relatable <laughs> very relatable yeah all right so we're gonna go into uh, a section that we have deemed the magic questions because uh, we ask uh every guest uh, you know some of the questions out of the set and if you haven't known or, or noticed by now jessica one thing that we'd like here on the printed demand cast is arbitrary uh bumpers that have no real need to be in the show but they are anyway so with that being said on to the magic questions magical Beautiful. Yeah, and I say every time that we play that, that we still have yet <laughs> to get a copyright strike on YouTube for that. Mm. So, because it's not kind of the Disney song, it is the Disney <laughs> song. <laughs> Just don't wear so, Disney shirts. Okay, yeah, guys. that's right. Don't right. do that. But, okay, <laughs> don't so do like, that. Who who was it in in was it in Long Beach? We had this conversation with somebody that the old school black and white Mickey Mouse like Steamboat Mickey. Oh, yeah. The copyright yeah. is gonna be like laps basically yeah. they're so talking about releasing that. right mm -hmm. or yeah yeah so so you can print the og mickey I mean, we can print a whole bunch of black and white stuff i guess yeah. <laughs> that, that's it it's gonna be interesting to see what happens in the industry when that actually kind of gets out there <laughs> i guess is yeah. what you're saying yeah yeah for sure for sure all right anyway. Travis, go, go ahead and ask uh the the first all right. print uh, magic question all right, Jessica. So tell us about a time when something happened in your business that felt like a total failure. 
my divorce. Hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Wow. I yeah. Screen printing business anymore. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I mean, the sorry. I mean, it, I, no, I mean, the, the question is really like something that you felt like you couldn't come back from. And so, I mean, that's absolutely uh, a place where I could imagine it would feel really, really hopeless. And like, yeah, okay, I was, what am I, I, what am I going to do now? Yeah. Like be, being like fully a hundred percent transparent. Um, I was, you know, it was a very hurtful time, but then also mm. losing that, you know, like something you had created from your garage to a 3000 mm. square foot facility. And yeah. then, you know, it just like poof, it's gone. And I'm, I'm now in an apartment with a, you know, small sublimation printer and a, and a heat press. And I'm like, what am I going to do? Was right. a little like, what happens? Then then you get really hungry. You know, you get physically hungry and it's like, now I'm going to go after it. Now what's next? And, but because of that, ColourPop was born. So. I, yeah. Yeah. I was going to, I mean, just to follow up and this has nothing to do with the magic questions, but do you, I mean, I don't know how to ask this without, possibly sounding insensitive, but do you feel like that experience in your life um, created uh, what you, I mean, you even said it like a hunger um, mm -hmm. that has inspired you to become uh, what you've become in the print, in your print business? Oh yeah. Abs oh yeah, absolutely. If, you know, I wouldn't have gone through the experience that I've gone through or even started a screen printing business, I wouldn't know that I didn't want to have a screen printing business, <laughs> you know? Oh, wow. So, I mean, I, yeah. I, because of that, I learned about uh, sublimation, DTG, you know, now DTF. And I forced myself to go out and see what else is out there. What else can I do? That's not going to mm -hmm. directly compete with what I used to do. And really kind of also gave me kind of a woman empowerment, you know? And, yeah. and I think that's why I also, mm -hmm my niche market is those moms, those stay at home moms, because right. I was there once and I get it. Nobody teaches you anything. You're, you're a woman in a boys club in the printing industry. So it was, it was a little hard when I first started. And I mean, some of these screen printers would put me in the back of the list and I wasn't able to get my print jobs done. And that's when I was like, uh, -uh I'm taking mm -hmm. matters into my own hands. I'm getting my own machines yeah. and I'm going to do what I need to do to, yeah. you know, start and grow a printing company. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Cool. So second question, we've talked a lot about how you have helped coach and even mentor some, some uh, folks that want to learn how to make higher quality t-shirts and, and get into the print industry and, you know, do all of that kind of stuff. But mm -hmm. throughout your career in this industry, who has been that mentor for you? Like, do you have anyone that has really been there for you to help you or any, you know, um, mentoring relationships, maybe not people, you know, but like, obviously a lot of entrepreneurs always point to Gary V cause he's kind of like, you know, the, the godfather of inspirational content, <laughs> yeah. um, but, but like for you, how, how important have those relationships been in helping you kind of get to where you are and in, in order for you to, you know, reach out a hand and, and bring other people up to that same level. Um, this is going to sound a little weird, but I'll just say it. Jesus, <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm a very, sure. okay. you know, uh, uh, very just I walk by faith and, yeah. and trust. And uh, I think that just understanding like Jesus's life and what he did, yeah. um, bringing people with him and teaching and being yeah. you know, that I think that that for me has helped me, you know, 
that I'm not just going to do this by myself. I know that we we need community. We need to all yeah to be able to grow in our own businesses. Um, but really, also to just YouTube, right? Like I YouTube I, University. YouTube University. <laughs> when, when we started our screen printing company, I'm going to tell you, I did not know what vector was. I did not know graphic design. Nothing. I learned everything on YouTube. Um, and and I say this, and I say this now, and I'll continue to say it. There isn't enough. Uh, trade training in our industry. And I yeah. really wish there was on the um, mm. machine side of things, right? Like learning how to run these machines. And so even if you're looking for employees, yeah. you mm. always have to train somebody right. to mm. do something there. Like they, I don't think people really think that printing it, uh, being a printer in this industry is a career. And it really can be if you learn how to run machines and learn about CMYK and Pantone yeah. colors and, you know, all of that. And so I feel like our industry is ran just by learning off of others that have already come and gone. So yeah, yeah. Um, I, I really wish I'm going to throw it out there. Somebody needs to have a program. <laughs> when our companies are huge, we need to hire people. <laughs> they can already come in educated. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Hundred yeah, percent. I, I mean, that, I that's what we always say. This, that's the reason we started this this podcast is because when we started, we felt like this is the podcast we wished would have been there. You know, yeah. at, at, at the beginning. I mean, it's not answering all the questions and you know the equipment questions and all that, but even just something you know that mm -hmm. you can kind of hang on to and uh, and listen to when you're down in the doldrums, you know, because you, you screwed up a, a job and you got to redo it or, you know, just those types of things yeah. um, that the community, you know, is so important. And so, um, yeah, I think that's a, that's a great answer. So uh, the, the final magic question usually is one question. I'm going to flip the script and our audience is going to be like, what? Their mind is blown, but <laughs> I'm not going to ask the normal third question. I'm going to ask what, um, because you do print on demand, if you had, if you could offer one print on demand tip, what would it be? Um, it be anything. It really know your systems and processes for production on the back. Oh, you're speaking my language. If, you're singing my song. Yeah. If you think that you're going to take in orders on an Excel spreadsheet, you're got it all wrong. Those things are going to get lost and your customers are going to be unhappy. Um, no. Yeah. You have to start with a some type of system that is going to track your production. Hmm. If not, don't even do it. Just take wow. the big yeah. orders. Yeah. Yeah. Travis, would you say that that's a golden nugget, you think? That, I think that's a golden nugget, yeah. The more you know. The more you know. <laughs> no, that, that's great. And and really don't, be, don't be scared to invest in your software either. Sure. I know that, you know, if you're starting and, you know, it's a small business and you're like, oh, my gosh, like, I've already spent money on these machines or I've already, you know, whatever. Um, I even tell my brokers, I, I even try to sell them on um, on Deck Network also because I'm like, at the end of the day, it is a production software for you to yep. use. You can yep. send invoices. You know, you look professional. Your yep. invoices yeah. look great. Your mock-ups are on there. You know, like, yeah. look professional and yep. don't be scared to spend money on that because your whole business is going to run off of those systems. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and, and honestly, like, the Deco Network shop management side is awesome. 
Like mm-hmm. it's very well done and, and it will give you a really polished look. You could be just one person with DTF transfers and a heat press and no one would be none the wiser because you have a really polished presentation right. and it just helps build like that trust equity between you and your client Absolutely. that yeah. they feel like they're in capable hands from front, front to finish. So Right. Um, absolutely. So, all right, Jessica, as we wind down here, why don't you take uh, a little bit of time and uh, let people know where they can find you if they want uh, to check out the ebook, if they want to follow you on Instagram or Facebook or whatever social media channels you have. Go ahead and take a second and let the people know where they can find you. Well, I am a child of Instagram, so you can find me at <laughs> colorpopprintstudio.com. I mean, Colorpop Print Studio, and then my website, thecolorpopprintstudio.com. I am trying TikTok, so you can find me there also, the nice. Colorpop Print Studio. Nice. That's awesome. And we'll obviously have all that in the show notes and such, so you guys can follow her. And I believe uh, you're you, – you did you join our Facebook group yet? I did. If, okay, cool. Well, you guys can also reach That's out wrong. to Jessica in our Facebook group. So, um, yeah. Thank you so much for joining us, Jessica. This was yeah super fun. Thank you guys. I had um, so much fun. I'm yeah, glad I met I, y'all. I mean, I know. Yeah, absolutely. Know. It was it was very <laughs> kind of a, a kismet type situation. It was like, hey, she said, and then we're wearing the shirts, and and I and so it's funny. Yeah, it's, it's funny that you know <laughs> before, but we had a lot of kind of some like meetings about going to ISS and what we should do and just had the, a random idea of like, we should wear these shirts as they tell me a dad joke. I think we'll get some attention. And so while we were there in Long Beach, the amount of people just on the way to Jersey Mike's, this guy's like, tell me a dad joke. And so we like fire <laughs> one off. And I told Travis like, that's it, dude. Every trade show we go to, we have to wear these shirts yeah. every single time. That, we'll, we'll that's be our, like, sh- our shtick. Yeah. We saw you in Long Beach. Saw you in, you know, so, and, and hopefully, you know, we'll be able, our paths will be able to cross, uh, again, uh, you know, at, at another, maybe another trade show. I know there's an ISS in the Dallas Fort Worth area mm-hmm, uh, this year, um, but it'd be great to catch up and maybe even do another interview in person, just kind of talk shop and and have a good time. But yeah, thank you so much for for taking the time to to join us. Thank you guys. Absolutely. All right, we'll talk soon. See ya. All right, we want to thank Jessica one more time for taking time out of her night to come on the show and chat with us. Uh, such a fun conversation. She's so easy, even when we met her in person, really easy to just have yeah. a conversation with, you know. Um, that's why I think it'd be a lot of fun if we got the chance to do one of these in person just to talk, do an ISS recap or something with her or whatever, how, wherever we see her at, just kind of get some <laughs> thoughts on the weekend or the show. Because, I mean, there's just so much. She's such a great conversationalist that uh, mm-hmm. I feel like it'd be a lot of fun just to talk shop in general, maybe not about anything too specific, but. She's got great insight, a great, you know, viewpoint on, on things. And, and so, uh, really, really exciting or excited to, uh, potentially connect with her in the future as well. what did you think of the interview? Yeah, it was great. I mean, it was everything that I had hoped it would be, um, loved hearing about, you know, all about the board of decorators and, you know, I mean, obviously both Josiah and I are like, when does that application coming out? You know, we're so stoked, yeah, you know, yeah. totally would love to have an opportunity that, that she has had, you know, by being yeah. on board. Um, and, and, you know, who knows, we'll see that maybe, maybe that's in the cards. Maybe it's not, I don't know. Um, yeah. um, also, you know, I mean, full transparency, love that, you know, she's a believer, you know, she's like saying, yes. Hey, I'm, I'm 
just believing in faith. I'm trusting in yeah. Jesus, you know, and, um, yeah. and, and I, I love that, uh, her transparency, I guess, in that way, because some yeah. people would come on a podcast, they wouldn't have any idea where <laughs> we're at and she didn't. And yet she yeah, still yeah, yeah. kind of just went and, for it and yeah. was just honest. And I, I mean, I, I meant to, I wanted to commend her on that specifically because it's not, uh, I mean, you and I've talked a lot about the polarization in culture and stuff, but for her mm -hmm. to just be very unashamed is be like, Hey, uh, Jesus, my faith is what has got me through that period in my life and has yeah. helped me inspire me to do what I'm doing now was just super cool. So Jessica, if you're listening to this outro, uh, huge kudos and huge shout out. You didn't know that you were For talking sure. to a pastor's kid and a worship leader and how Travis and I actually first met in church. <laughs> so that was our first interaction with each other. So that's super, super cool. So yeah. Um, thank you again to Jessica and thank you guys for taking time to listen to the show. Uh, if you want to find out more about the print on demand cast hotline fans, there's a couple of ways you can reach out to us. Print on demandcast.com slash Facebook is how you can join the community, the group, the, the conversation and let us know what you thought of the episode. Jessica is in the Facebook group. So if you have a question for her, you can also uh, tag her in that uh, directly. And then you guys can have a conversation as well, but it's been growing. Uh, this group, I feel like every day we see like four or five new members coming on mm -hmm. at a time. And it's really, really exciting. Very excited to see that continue to grow. We are also yeah. printed demandcast.com slash Instagram. Uh, that content is also starting to grow. That platform is starting to grow as well. Um, you know, we've mentioned this before, but as we do a lot of, you know, in-person recordings or what have you, a lot of in the moment content or is going to be on Instagram and our stories or reels. So be sure to check us out there and put on a mancast.com slash YouTube is where you can find these episodes every Friday at 3 PM mountain standard time. But also we're looking at how to provide more value to you, the listener to you in the industry. I mean, I thought Jessica's idea, honestly, you know, you, maybe we do like a, Hey, a couple of video series on, 3070 maintenance or mug press maintenance or how you know yeah. what I mean? Like just easy stuff like that, that we can just put, put out there for people to understand uh, kind of if they have that same machine, how to work it stuff that's educational and enriching for you guys above and beyond just these episodes or acting as an archive for yeah. these episodes. Um, you can go to print on demandcast.com as well for all things uh, print on demand cast. Uh, we talked about it on the uh, last handful of episodes, but you can subscribe to our email list. I need to make a graphic for this particular thing uh, for when we're doing or, you know, announcing it or bring, bringing attention to it on the show. Uh, but you can subscribe to our email list. I know. Uh, <laughs> uh, you, you can subscribe to the email list. Uh, we won't spam you. Uh, be informational blogs with additional dad jokes, uh, but it's just another way for us to keep you guys <laughs> in the loop uh, with what is happening uh, on the print on demand cast as we continue to grow and produce more and more content. Uh, and also print on demandcast.com slash shop is where you can go to pick up a t-shirt. Uh, know that anything you reinvest, whether it's here, whether it's in the resources page of our website and the affiliate links, whatever that looks like, whatever monetary thing you invest in the show is just reinvested into the show. Uh, equipment and travel and and all the kinds we just just know it, it's going to continue to grow the content that you know and love here on the print on demand cast uh, lastly wherever there are podcasts the print on demand cast is there for you so if you happen to be listening on apple please leave us a review let us know what you think of the show if you're listening on spotify you can leave us a star review uh, you can't leave a comment yet but i'm sure that's coming uh, and the other thing you can do subscribe 
like, share to your social media, text us to a friend, whatever it is, uh, however you want to share and get this content out there. Uh, we want to to own the algorithms. That's our goal. Is <laughs> to have the infinity gauntlet of algorithms. Just Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, YouTube, <laughs> Twitter. You're like you just TikTok. The infinity gauntlet of uh, algorithms. Uh, so we just want our content to get out to those who need to hear it and can benefit from it. So Travis, with that being said, anything else before we wrap this one up? We promise that we will not snap our fingers if you, uh, you know, with that <laughs> infinity gauntlet of all of the socials. So, um, but yeah, no, I don't have anything else besides that. <laughs> and it wouldn't, it wouldn't destroy the social media. We just snap our fingers and everything would be print on demand cast. That's what would happen. It wouldn't, <laughs> the platform wouldn't go away. We would just dominate your feed, but we won't do that to you. So that's uh, in yeah. a different, that's in a different print on demand multiverse. That is, which is also a shirt at printedamancast.com slash <laughs> shameless plugs abound, friends. Uh, but no, thank you guys so much. And we'll see you right here next week on the Print On Demand cast. See ya. Hey, babe. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Print On Demand cast. We hope you enjoyed the Totally Tubular show. If you've got a question or a suggestion for the show, send Travis and Josiah an email at info at printondemandcast.com. Want to be wicked nice? Take a minute to rate and review the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe now so you don't miss next week's episode. See you next time for sure.